Welcome to Wellness with KC, the podcast. I'm your host and wellness bestie, Karen Catania, and my purpose as a certified integrative nutrition coach is to guide women on their health and wellness journey in a balanced and sustainable way. Join me every week for casual, unfiltered chats that are designed to inspire and empower you to live your best life. Now let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to Wellness with KC. We are back today to talk about hormones yet again, but today focusing on how our lifestyle factors can support and balance our hormones. And by the way, if you are listening to this and being like, what is wrong with Corinne today? Um, I am just super relaxed and zen. I just got home from a facial, so nothing is wrong. I am just feeling good. Uh, Could possibly fall asleep at any minute, but I think we should be able to get through the podcast episode just fine. Um, so I've been talking a lot about hormones over on Instagram, on previous podcast episodes, on TikTok. I've really just been focusing on it because it is a complex topic and it affects so many of us women. And truly, like I could go on for days, if not weeks, talking about hormones. We are only just scratching the surface right now. Um, but let's just dive right in on today's topic. So Our sex hormones exist in a delicate balance and are affected by outside forces such as chronic stress, digestive dysfunction, and even the medications that we might be on. So to give you a little update, and I know we kind of talked about um, hormones, the different hormones that rise and fall throughout our menstrual cycle on the Cycle Syncing podcast, but I just want to talk about some of the different hormones that we have. So we have estrogen, which is produced in our ovaries. It's dominant in our first half of the cycle. It builds our uterine lining. It keeps our skin ample, our brain on point, and our heart in top condition. So definitely an important hormone. We have progesterone, which is dominant in our second half of the cycle, and it's known as like the chill pill, right? It keeps us calm. It's secreted in the ovaries to help prepare the uterus for potential embryo plantation. Um, It supports thyroid health, cortisone, which is our stress hormone production, and bone health. And then we have testosterone, which is secreted by our ovaries as well as adrenal glands, and it rises before ovulation to naturally increase our libido, libido, libido. Libido, our libido. Okay, I got it, guys. Uh, naturally increase our libido. I was like, uh, my brain. You know, I'm gonna blame it on the facial, but it's just not working correctly. Um, and then we have DHEA, which is our last main hormone. It's produced from our adrenal glands. It converts to estrogen and testosterone, and it enhances memory, improves libido again, increases energy, and helps with wrinkles. So. We definitely have a few different hormones that our body is juggling throughout the month. And we talked about cycle syncing and how to work with our body when these different hormones rise and fall naturally as they are supposed to, as they are meant to throughout the month. But if you have a hormone imbalance, then one or maybe all of those hormones that we just talked about are out of whack. They aren't rising to where they should be at certain times of the month, which means they are too low or they are rising too high. So something that I always recommend, 
honestly to everyone is to just get your hormones tested. Um, I just think it's so important to know where we're at, especially as as women. And if you suspect a hormone imbalance, more of a reason to do that. So there's different ways to get your hormones tested. You can do it with spit test to blood tests, um, and they have their pros and their cons. They each they all do. And I'm not, we're not going to get into that today. But one thing I will say is when testing your hormones or if you are like working with a provider to talk about your hormones, make sure that you and they are tracking and telling you when to test them because your hormones have to be tested within a certain time of your cycle. Again, depending on which test you do, that date range can change. But if you test outside of that window, outside of that date range, your results are essentially inaccurate. So it's very important that you're tracking your cycle and properly testing your hormones. Because again, remember, our hormones rise and fall naturally throughout the month. So we need to make sure that we're testing them at the right time. And before we chat about lifestyle factors that can help you know, support and balance our hormones, I want to run through some common symptoms of hormone imbalances and common causes of why this happens. So you kind of understand why we're going to talk about why it's so important to balance our hormones and the things that we can do. So again, we have different hormones that we are working with here. So this is just very general. But if you experience heavier painful periods, fibroids, or breast tenderness, those are typically symptoms that are attributed to estrogen dominance. If you have anxiety, you're irritable, you're having trouble sleeping, those can be symptoms of low progesterone. If you have oily skin, acne, hair loss, or too much hair where you just don't want it, that could be symptoms of high testosterone. So those are just some symptoms to keep a look out for, especially if you're experiencing a handful of those symptoms. That's your cue to go get your hormones tested. Um, Some common causes of hormonal imbalance is cortisol, so chronic stress and increased levels of cortisol, they that obviously impacts our sex hormones. Um, so cortisol and stress, yes, that is a cause. Sleep, that is another cause. Many of us just don't get enough sleep. We should be getting seven to eight hours a night. Um, di- digestive issues, so gas, bloating, diarrhea, those are all symptoms of an imbalance in your body, which can affect our hormones. I know that you know, it kills me when I see this on TikTok or Instagram, like, let's normalize bloating. Yeah, bloating is normal. No, sorry. Bloating is common. It is not normal. We shouldn't be normalizing something that actually isn't normal. It is a symptom and a sign of an imbalance within your body. And unfortunately, many of us struggle with it. I've struggled with it, but it is not normal. It is common. Um, So digestive issues, can impact hormonal balances. Like I said, that's why it's so important to take care of your gut. Alcohol also is a cause of hormonal imbalance because our liver detoxes, you know, detoxes alcohol, but it also plays an essential role in our hormones. And alcohol is technically a toxin. It is a toxin to our body. So the liver is going to focus on alcohol first before our hormones. And then also alcohol depletes magnesium, which can increase PMS symptoms. So if you're struggling from PMS symptoms, might not be a good idea to uh, 
you know, consume alcohol during that time. And then, of course, birth control pills. They're often prescribed as a Band-Aid. I did an entire live on this on my Instagram. You can go to my profile and find that there. Um, But birth control pills disrupt our normal flora of our microbiome and causes inflammation and immune dysregulation. And then also, right, environmental toxins. So what we're putting on our body, there are a lot of endocrine disrupting chemicals out there, EDCs for sure. And that basically means that those are chemicals that are disrupting your endocrine system, which is what balances your hormones. So they are hormone disrupting chemicals that are found in our personal care products, our makeups, our skincare, our body care, our hair care, um, and they're found there quite frequently. So that's another uh, cause of hormonal imbalance. So now that we know what hormonal imbalances can look like, how they're caused, now we can talk about what simple things we can all be doing to support and balance our hormones in our everyday lives. So let's talk about them because honestly, most and if not all of these things are beneficial to our health, even beyond our hormones, right? They're just beneficial in general. Um, so first and fo- uh, first and foremost, sleep. We talked about this. That could be a cause of hormonal imbalance. So we need to be making sure that we're getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night. Again, essential to our overall health, but also hormone health. Secondly, we have to find out what works for our body in terms of exercise because too much can cause hormonal imbalances, but so can too little. So the general recommendation is high-intensity training, like HIIT training, two to three times a week, strength training, low-impact activities such as yoga or Pilates, and things like that. So kind of having a good, well-rounded balance. And then, of course, we have our gut. We really need to take care of our gut because it is essential to, again, overall health, but also when it comes to balancing our hormones. So if you're experiencing digestive issues, it could be linked to your hormonal imbalances. So definitely focus in on that. for sure that and i think i think we should do a whole podcast on gut health soon because there's just so much i can say about that um fourth again we hi- kind of have to address those environmental toxins that i talked about those endocrine disrupting chemicals other chemicals that are in our um products and not all chemicals are bad but there are ones that are messing us up and our hormones up as women and we should be um, aware of them and eliminating them as much as possible. So just a few really easy things that come into my mind is like switching out simple things that impact our hormones like plastic containers. We do not need to be using plastic containers for our food and things like that. Swap it out for some glass ones. Um, And then again, like anything with an endocrine disrupting chemical in your personal care product, swap that out as well. Um, Fifth, we can support our hormones through our diet. So having a nutrient-dense diet filled with whole foods and um, reducing or eliminating processed foods is key. Also incorporating healthy fats into your diet, such as egg yolks, ghee, olive oil, and fatty fish. 
and um, cruciferous, I can't say ever say that word, cruciferous vegetables. Those are like your Brussels sprouts, your broccoli, cauliflower, arugula, um, vegetables like that. Um, and a few other beneficial foods for balancing hormones would be beets, grapefruit, green tea, and turmeric. So all of these things are very easy changes that you can do that are going to impact your hormones and help support that support that balance, but also your overall health. These are great lifestyle uh, changes to make on your health journey, regardless on if you are worried about hormones. Um, just great to make. But again, these are things that do support our body, do support our hormones. Now, there are very specific situations. Like if you are missing your period, you might want to consider decreasing your high-intensity workouts and swapping in more low-intensity workouts, as well as focusing on your diet and those healthy fats, as well as proteins. Oftentimes, we see people struggling with missing their periods after they come off the pill, but they're also putting their body under a lot of stress, doing high-intensity workouts six to seven days a week, eating a low-calorie, low-carb, low-fat, whatever diet whatever that is, but it doesn't support their body. And when it's trying to balance their hormones again, it just can't get back into the swing of things. Um, And it's really hard to change that because it's something that, you know, you or they might have been doing for years while they were on the pill and never really realized it was an issue. So now that they're off of it, um, their body is just under a lot of stress and it can't seem to regulate their hormones as quickly as it should, right? So again, it's very specific. The the recommendations I had given previously, those are just um, on a general level, right? And everything can be specific to your situation. That's when you should work with your doctor, a health coach, a naturopath, um, something like that. But I really just wanted to share this podcast episode and record this podcast episode to talk about things that we can do every day that just promote a healthy lifestyle and support our hormones. So that's kind of the point of that. Um, And yeah, super quick episode today, but I hope that it was helpful Um, definitely have more to talk about when it comes to hormones. If you have something specific that you want me to talk about on the hormone front, um, leave a review, send me a message on Instagram, whatever you want to do. But I'm definitely open to hearing your thoughts. All right. Thank you guys for joining. I will see you or talk to you next week. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so proud of you for showing up today for your future self. If you have any topic recommendations or are looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at wellnesswithkc. If this episode helped you in any way, don't forget to drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on or share this episode on your social media. My goal is to help as many women as possible, and I really appreciate you for being a part of this journey and this mission with me. So thank you again for being here, and I will see you next week.